Hey food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Whether you're looking to get on your very first store shelf or you're looking to grow your national or even international food brand, this podcast is going to teach you what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale a packaged food brand. Hear the food founder journeys of brands growing in their industry so you can fast track your food business success. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. Hello, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. I am doing a solo episode today. And if you've been trying to sell your products into stores at all, and if you've ever heard no, then this podcast episode is for you because that is part of getting your product in stores is you're going to go and knock on doors and you're going to hear yes sometimes. And you're also going to hear no sometimes. And if you've heard no before, especially at the beginning phases, it probably shook your confidence a little bit. And maybe you start to ask yourself, is this something people really want? Do I know how to make it in this industry? And this one for sure is what a lot of people tell me. How on earth am I going to grow this business and get on store shelves? And how is everyone else doing it? What do they know that I don't know? If you're trying to get into retail and you've heard some no's along the way, you are not alone. I am going to bet every single product out there has heard no at some point. And now what I want you to think about is that hearing no is sometimes a good thing. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But at the beginning stages, I really do want you to take these no's that you have and not take them personally. I know that's easier said than done, but really do not take it personally and use it instead as an opportunity to get curious. Get curious about why you're hearing no and be really honest with yourself and ask the people that are saying no, why aren't you listing this? And then take that to heart. Do not get defensive. If they say, oh, your pricing doesn't make sense and you hear this over and over and over again, this is an opportunity for you to go back to the drawing board and say, do I have my cost of goods sold figured out so that I can sell this at a price that retailers are going to make money, that consumers are going to happily pay, and I'm going to make money. Because maybe you are selling a fantastic product, but the price point is too high. And maybe that's simply because you just haven't spent enough time on the financial part of your business. So rather than getting stuck or taking this personal, I really want you to take no's as an opportunity to get curious about what's working and what's not working, especially at the beginning phases. Oftentimes when I'm working with people at the beginning phases in their business, they'll say, Ainsley, should I hire a broker? Should I hire a distributor right away? And more often than not, if it is a small business, I tell them to go out and knock on those doors themselves at the beginning, because you are going to get that feedback yourselves and you need to hear it. You can't have that telephone system about maybe if a broker is going in to sell it and they say what they hear from the store manager, but they're coming at it from a different 
perspective than you. And you are going to hear it straight from the mouth of someone that is saying yes or no about why they are or are not taking your product. And then once you really know that, once you know why stores are taking you, or once you know what the hurdles are, the barriers are that you need to overcome, then you as the founder can tweak that. And then you can pass that on to those sales partners that you might have, whether that be a broker or distributor. So today I'm going to go through three reasons that you might be hearing no to having your product listed in store. I'm going to share with you these three reasons. And then of course, talk about what you can do to overcome these. And if you stay to the end of the podcast, I'm going to be giving you a free resource where you can get 10 different reasons that you're hearing no from wholesale accounts and how you can start to hear yes instead. So these three pieces are going to save you so much TEM. So TEM being time, energy, and money. And I know that this is going to help you a ton in your business. So let's dive into it. Reason number one I want to share with you as to why you are hearing no is because you're knocking on the wrong doors. Not every account is the right account for you. And that can be a really tough pill to swallow. You might think, I definitely want to be in this large store. I definitely want to be in this store. But you need to really, really understand who your audience is, who your brand is, and who is the shopper and the priorities of the accounts that you are trying to get into. This is so, so important. You need to be where your people shop. Otherwise, great. You might hear yes, but you're not going to be picked up off of those shelves. Or this might be why you're hearing no over and over and over again, because you're knocking on the wrong doors and the stores that you're going to, they see that you're not a right fit. They want to have products in store that are the right fit for their shoppers. So maybe you're in the wrong locations and you're knocking on the wrong doors. And if instead you got really laser focused on finding aligned accounts, then you'd hear yes a whole lot more. If you go back and listen to the podcast episode that I did with a previous client of mine, Renee from Black Sheet Tea, which is all around creating an aligned food brand, you'll notice that Renee talks about in here once she got laser focused on her brand and laser focused on her audience. And she decided to make all of the decisions in her business around making sure that everything was aligned to that brand, to that audience. She was able to get into more stores a lot faster, a lot easier because she was knocking on the right doors. All of a sudden it wasn't this struggle. It was your going to speak to accounts that are just as excited about listing you as you are about listing in those accounts. So that is huge. That is something for you to really, really take to heart. When you knock on the right doors, you are going to hear more yeses. And I see this time and time again with the clients that I work with. And it all comes down to making sure that you are in the right stores for your brand. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I really encourage you to take a listen to it. 
It is in season three, episode number 32, and it's called How an Aligned Brand Brings More Sales, Ease, and Joy with Black Sheep Tea. You're going to get a ton through that, and you're going to understand how having an aligned food brand makes your job easier, and it definitely leads to hearing more yeses in your business. Now, reason number two why you might be hearing no's more often than you would like trying to get into wholesale accounts you're not giving the accounts what they need to know. So maybe you're going in and you're talking about how delicious your product is tasting. And that's fantastic. Your product, I'm sure, is amazing. Very delicious. I would expect that. And so would the retailers. They expect that it's going to taste great. So while they're interested in that, wholesale accounts are interested in hearing other pieces from you. Most importantly, how much money are they going to make? Why do they need this? Why are their shoppers going to be so excited for this? And really focusing in on what the goals and objectives are of that account and how you can help them meet those goals and objectives. This makes it so much easier for them to say yes to you because they see that you are aligned to what they are trying to do. We're talking a lot about alignment here. You can see that this is such an important piece of your overall success. So making sure that you're aligned to them, giving them the information and the data that they need to know. You need to be going in with a sell sheet. If you're not sure what a sell sheet is or what it should look like, send me a message and I've got a great tool that's going to help you with that. So make sure that you have a sell sheet. If you're going in to do a full presentation, make sure you've got that figured out. And, you know, if you're part of food brands that sell, you know that we spend a lot of time on creating the right sell sheets for your accounts and the right sales presentations that are going to help you get that yes that you're looking for and make sure that both the retailer and you are so, so excited about you being in that account and make sure that you are set up to sell. A client of mine did this where they focused on trying to get into an account to help them solely reach their goal of becoming a more well-known wholesale account for health and wellness. This is a grocery chain uh, that is trying to revamp itself, trying to become uh, a more health-oriented store, trying to attract a younger audience. And now this client I was working with, they have a very health-oriented product that absolutely could help this store accomplish those goals. So when they went in to do their sales presentation, that was one of the main pieces that they focused on. This is how we help you accomplish your goals of becoming a more health-oriented retailer, of bringing in a younger audience, of making money because this is a higher ticket price point, which can be a really great piece sometimes, guys, having a higher price point. So they focused on those pieces in terms of how do I help this retailer accomplish those goals? And they had a killer sell sheet. They had a fantastic sell deck. I worked with them on building all of that so they could go in looking as great as their product tastes and how their product delivers. And then when they focused on this is how we can help you accomplish your goals, they heard yes in actually like record time because they focused all about the wholesale account and not about them. That is what the wholesale account cares about. They care about themselves. They care about their shoppers. They care about money. Yes, they care about you as well. It's not what I'm saying that they don't care about that. 
that they care about you in terms of helping them accomplish their goals. So when you keep that front of mind, you are going to help them and they are going to be so excited not only to list you, but to build a relationship with you ongoingly because they know that the two of you together can make their shoppers happy and make both of you money along the way. So the third piece I want to talk about today in terms of why you are hearing more no's than you would like when you're trying to sell your product into wholesale accounts is you're going in selling your product and you're not selling your brand. So what does that look like? You've probably heard me talk about this before. I talk about this a lot. Stop selling your product, sell your brand. So what does selling your product look like? Selling your product looks like going in, talking about your taste, talking about the claims, talking about the process in terms of how it is developed. Maybe you've got this great new technology that helped you create this you know, special formula. All of that is selling your product. And that's not what people buy. People buy brands. So when you're selling your brand to the account, you are going in and you're talking about who is my unique audience that I know I bring in and how do I know that I connect with them? You talk about how people use your product. You talk about how people see your brand as completely different than anything else. And you can definitely talk about that repeat rate that's coming in and you look the part. No, just for now branding you look the part. And what I mean by that is if you are going into wholesale accounts, you are a representation of the stores that's selling you. So how do they show up? Do they show up with their best foot forward? Do they show up with a lifestyle they're trying to create with an atmosphere they're trying to create? If so, then your brand needs to do that job too. Because in the food and beverage world, you are competing with a whole lot of small emerging brands and absolutely with big brands that have deep pockets and absolutely know what they are doing in this industry. I know I spent a decade working for the large CPG brands that line the grocery store shelves. And let me tell you, they spend a lot of time, money, in energy and making sure that they have a brand and that they sell that brand, not the product. They're making sure they understand their consumer. They're making sure they look the part, they connect, they are attracting the right people. And those are people that you are on shelf right next to. You are right next to potentially a billion dollar brand. So while yes, you might not look the exact same as a billion dollar brand, you have to look the part. You have to look like I am a viable competitor against this other brand. So no just for now branding. You need to have a brand that truly does stand out so you can sell more and absolutely turn your customers into advocates. So guys, there are lots of reasons why you might be hearing no when you're going to retail. And again, I do want to share that guide with you where you can get the 10 most common reasons that buyers are saying no and how to get them to say yes instead. But before I do that, I just want to remind you that if you are hearing no, this does not mean no forever. It might just mean no right now. Maybe you missed the timing of a planogram. Maybe they just set up with another competitor that might not work out down the road. 
maybe you just don't look the part right now, or you don't have your numbers figured out right now, or you're not giving them the information that they need right now. But if you're committed to figuring out those pieces and making them work, then know that you can 100% go back to those accounts that said no, when you are ready, when you have figured out those tools. Maybe if you've signed up for food brands that sell after you've gone through that program and you know exactly how to sell a brand, you know that you have a brand, you know how to connect with retailers, you're getting that online traction, then you can go back to the retailers and you can confidently, confidently go in there and try to sell your brand. No just means not right now sometimes. So guys, I want you to get this resource where you can get the 10 most common reasons that you're hearing no, so you can start to hear yes more often. So go to turnnotoyesguide.com and you can grab these 10 reasons that is all specific to the packaged food and beverage industry to help you get more yeses in your business, get your product on more shelves in more homes and get you starting making more money in your packaged food business. So again, that's turnnotoyesguide.com. I'll throw that in the comments as well. So of course you can grab that. And I will also throw the link down below to that uh, previous podcast episode with Renee. That's going to help you make sure that you're knocking on the right doors for your account and also make sure that you are building an aligned brand that sells. All right. That is it, everyone. I will be back next week with another great food founder story. Until then, have a beautiful day and remember to stay focused on your goals of building a food brand that sells.